Oh damn, we're in trouble now. Alright, Brandon, you go and start. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Happy Friday. Uh, Friday to some people. Um, uh, happy uh, fr- Friday to us, to normal people. You know, fr- woo, Friday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Today, we are going to be going on the third chapter. I don't know why. <laughs> what, Robert? <laughs> no, you're doing great. No, because you kind of just like give me that look of like disappointment. No, I would never give you a look. You of always give me that look of disappointment. I do not. People, so, you guys assume I'm always just this grouch. <laughs> okay. Assume. Well, you, know what, you know what we're going to do is we're going to have to do a YouTube um, watching you set up this little. Um, you already sent this one. No. I did. I, I made a <laughs> tutorial of how you guys should set up the no, podcast. But we need to do a YouTube watching you set this up because the many faces of Robert are, it, it's quite expression. You have a lot of, of, of expressions. Let's just put it that way. Am I um, stubborn? Yes. Yes. Okay, don't think too hard on that. <laughs> Why? Who said you were? Well, Natasha said I was stubborn. You're fucking you're, stubborn you're very, shit. Yes. Well, but, so am I. Yes. You see, here's the thing. That you, you have two different kinds of stubborn. Robert, yeah. you're the kind of stubborn where you'll just say a lot of fancy words, but... That's not stubborn. Being educated no, no. is not stubborn. <laughs> okay. Sorry, you're really smart, so you're stubborn yeah. as shit. No, what I'm saying is, is that you'll be like, no, I'm right because of, you know, then you like have like this <laughs> then quantum I prove, Then physics. I prove a point. I just yes. spit out my mints. Sorry. <laughs> so that's your stubborn. Brandon, you're stubborn. That's is not a slum. That's not, you realize that that's not what stubborn means, right? No, yeah. I'm just saying. Saying is, big words and proving <laughs> points is, is not. How me- you, this is how you express your stubbornness, okay? By being educated? By, yeah, what? No, you, you try to over talk people. I don't over talk people. I explain things in a, in a sophisticated <laughs> manner. I will have to agree with Robert on that one. Okay, no. That doesn't make me stubborn. No, but I mean, no, the reason you're stubborn is because it's like, hey, Robert, you know, do you want to do this? You're like, no. But that doesn't make the what? No, no, because what it will be is like, Robert, I don't think you're right. And even if you are wrong, you won't admit it because you're stubborn. <laughs> okay, so you one, throw yeah. facts out there. That, prove, it, that, prove an example, though. Oh, trout or also salamanders. I did not say that. I said salmon or salamanders. No, you, you have a couple of times we've caught you in mistakes and you'll be like, well, that can't be right because you know what? It's like, yep, nope. And then you'll look at it on your phone and you'll be like, hmm, Google must be wrong today. Okay, I will have to agree with that. But yes. you, you're, I mean, that you're, sounds like something I would say. Yeah, but you're right 99% of the time. Thank like. you. But, it, but you don't, because you have this envision in your head. So <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have this grand illusion that I'm like this like no. savant. Yeah, so what kind do you do? You just got a big <laughs> head, Robert. I do not have a big head. Well, Physically, yeah. Okay, so and then Brandon, Brandon's form of stubborn is just like, Brandon, do you, nope. Brandon, I haven't finished. Nope. Brandon, you remind oh, yeah. me of the last of like the dodo birds. You're like, you guys, you need to, you know, you guys are going extinct. No, we're not. <laughs> you, no, you really need to make babies. No, we don't. No, we don't. Nope. Yeah, no, I can't argue with that. So That's do you see true. you're both stubborn and, and you, you express them in different ways is what I'm saying. I just, yeah. I don't like being wrong. <laughs> yeah. Even no, when I'm wrong, I don't like being wrong. You see, because again, Brandon, you have a lot of my mannerisms. I remember when I was little, Barbie would be like, okay, you just got a new bicycle. 
do not go all the way around the block. And I, in my head, was like, (laughs) I'm only four. In my head, I'm like, who do you think you are to tell me? I'm old enough to know better. And I remember, I still remember pedaling my heart out because I was so scared. But I had to prove the point that I could make it around the block if I wanted to. sounds like Brandon. And then I felt really guilty because I totally disobeyed her. And she spanked me anyway. Sounds like Brandon. (laughs) Yeah. So I get where Brandon's stubbornness is. Robert, you're more like Papa stubborn. Was Papa stubborn? Uh, yeah. Very stubborn. Very, man. very. Papa, Papa was, yeah. He was just like, this is just the way it is. That is just the way it is. Yeah. That's so Robert, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. So you're Papa stubborn and Brandon, you're Mama stubborn. Well, I don't agree with you agreeing with Natasha, but I... I respect. I agree with Natasha. Well, uh, just so we have the record straight, um, I agree with everything Natasha says. So, okay. So I wanted to know, um, because sometimes we jump right into the book, but I would really like it if we maybe shared something about our week that we liked, or maybe something again that we're looking forward to next week, because I really just want to make sure that we keep this human connection on our podcast. So, So Robert, do you have anything? Well, I... I was really excited for my shiatsu massager, and then you tried it, and now I don't think I can look at it at the same way. There's, you know what? It's the shiitake massager. Nope, that's a mushroom. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're saying it wrong, and it's magical. It feels really good, though, it right? It feels really now, good. For, now, just for context, does everybody know what a shiitake shiatsu shiatsu massager is except for me because when you you were all like i got a shiatsu massager i'm like great well it's a type of massage right so it's i like, did not know that yeah so basically what for the, for anybody who's wondering what we're talking about what i got is a little massager that would you kind of put around your shoulders it's a back and neck massager and now you put your arms through the loops on the other side and you kind of pull it down to apply pressure so it it gets really deep into your shoulders and your back and I tried explaining it to my mom and she kept saying shiitake. It's a lot like, you know, how like you call it. Like a shih tzu. That's two completely. That's first, one's a dog. The <laughs> yeah. other one's a mushroom. Okay. And the third one is the massage okay, technique. So anyway, so I, I, you know, I got it. It arrived at like four or five and I tried it for like three or four times. I was talking to Natasha on the phone as I was trying it and I stopped talking. And I was just like groaning because it feels really, <laughs> so really good. So why is it okay when you do that, but not okay when I do that? Because it's the way in which you did it, which is why we're, which is our next point. So I, mom... Um, she tries it like later at the night, right? She tries it after I get home from the gym. Hey, mom, what do you want? Do you remember what she said? I said, um, I now have a boyfriend. Yep. That's so weird in so was, many he, different ways. But he's ways. such a kind. Don't say he it's a to my robot. massager. Don't, but, don't. But you, okay. In my mind, it was just a very nice gentleman that I happen to be dating who is giving me this amazing massage and his name is Esteban. Yep. So you want a massage or I'm giving away very cheap. No, I don't want it anymore. But like, you know, what's funny though. So Brandon tried it and he had the same face. You did have the same face. It was dude. My shoulders are tight. Yeah. What do I want? But anyways, like you put your arms through and I I felt like a T-Rex getting a massage. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I hug mom. Just little T-Rex arms. Yeah, I know. Yes. Very like, like a stick with T-Rex arms. You're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hugged Janae like that today. I realized I really, I think I realized I do hug like a T-Rex. Do you, okay. Do you only hug women like that? Yeah. Apparently. Well, Cause I hug Ari and I give Ari big hugs. You, yeah. you hug Brandon really well. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's cause I don't know. 
Well, yeah. I think I think it's more of like a respect thing in a sense. It's a respect thing, or maybe it's because I don't want my arm to like fold over both times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. Yeah. It's, it's it's. I mean, because it, again, you know, Janae's a woman, and I'm not saying like, but it's more of just like respect yeah. out of her, just to show like maybe like maybe your comfort zone, like you're not trying to get in her space or something. That's what. That's the only I thing. I mean, Janae's a really good friend. I mean, I don't know. But I mean, I think it's also you just respect her as a friend, like yeah. in that kind of aspect. So yeah, like you maybe. just kind of maybe maybe maybe, maybe you just have T Rex arms. Okay, again. You're stubborn like Papa, and you hug like Papa. Papa was not a hugger. See, Papa just you grabbed your arm, grabbed the wrist. And he grabbed your back of your elbow. Yeah. 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 I remember hugging him, and he'd be like, ooh, <laughs> it, will, it will end soon. I don't think I ever give him a hug. Nope. Yeah. You know what? I love that old man. It, deep, deep down inside, under all of his crusty behavior, he was a really cool guy. I like Krusty. Yeah. So Robert got a very um, exciting massager, mm -hmm. which I will not refer to the massager as a person. Please don't. And no, I won't. But it is really cool. It's it's been helping my shoulder because I had to, like this really horrible knot from escrow. Yeah. So well, Brandon, it's all the stress, just like. Yeah. What about you? Anything exciting for you? Um, I started to stream for like six, seven hours now. Very um, cool. I'm almost to affiliate. I just need twelve more followers. Have you thought about what you want for your emotes? What? Ooh, well, when you're yeah. 50, when you get to the affiliate badge on Twitch, you're allowed to have three custom emotes. Really? Really. Have you thought about what you'd want? Uh, no, because I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Oh. Uh, One of them has to be an afro. I was thinking a disco ball. That'd be cool. But like That'd a disco cool. ball. But a lot of them are like, you know, like disco rage, disco fun. Like you like a little miniature cartoon of you like being angry or laughing. Oh. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know that. So, okay. So it's my turn to say something good that happened. And um, mine's kind of like more on an emotional level. But, f you know, because Brandon and I just quit. Robert quit. So we're all doing this. But I finally came to the point where I was able to get rid of the storage unit with all the stuff that I was just hanging on to the past. Yeah. And, you know, I know that monetarily it made sense, but I just look at it as that's what I needed. I needed that push to just let it go because I just feel like it was like just I was just dragging all this stuff around. And, you know, Papa and Barbu were not a couch and a sofa, mm -hmm. you know, and but it, it in, on the other hand, it had to be set, I needed it to sit there for this long before I was OK to do it. Sure. So I felt really good. Um, it was it was emotional. It's always emotional going through, you know, their stuff. But I felt really good about it. We got it done. We mm -hmm. all worked well together. Um, I was telling Holly know. about the two things you touched. <laughs> you want to do you want to okay. tell it? Do you want to tell everybody like our routine? OK, so and what happened? You, OK, you, you can because you have a rule, right? What's the rule for you? I don't touch anything. Yep. So, okay, so here's the thing. It's like we rented the U-Haul and um, I had the Forerunner. And so what I did is we also had a lot of pictures. So my job was to put all the pictures in the Forerunner. And I did a really good job doing that. Sure. So, and then I put some lamps in there and I was really proud of myself. Well, we went back for the second load and there, one of the, the <laughs> legs <laughs> for the sofa had, was unscrewed. So I'm like, oh. And, you, and just so you're, we're clear, you haven't touched really, honestly, anything the whole day. No, I didn't touch anything but the pictures and put them in the forerunner. Okay. So I was told not to touch anything. Yep. I was told not to touch anything because I have a tendency to hurt myself. Yep. It's a track record. So I'm like, oh, look, there's the leg to the sofa. I'll go grab that. And I went over there, bent down, picked it up, and <laughs> there was a like a tack in it. 
And I poked myself and I bled. Mm-hmm. So. I think the second thing you touch, yeah. and you're already bleeding. <laughs> what happened? Now, what happened when you picked up the picture frame? You were saying nothing. I put you it said in. you hurt your back. Well, they were very. <laughs> They were very heavy, and there were a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> we're in the car because we dropped off the U-Haul, and so mom was driving us back. Mom's yeah. like, "My back hurts." I was like, "You touched two things, and then one of them was <laughs> one was of them a, made you bleed." Yeah, one of them made you bleed. It was like two pounds, yep. not even that, like a pound. Yep. Well, they were, you know, I had to like lift them up and put them in the back of the Forerunner, and I'm just saying, it's like sometimes I forget that. I'm 57 years old and I, I'm not in the best shape. Or the rules. Or the rules. You know what's really funny though? That's right. always the same is me and Robert will go. I mean, of course, because like we, you know, we will put all the stuff away or we'll pack something and you come over at the end of it and you're like, yeah, we did a good job. Yeah. It's good like, team. Like, what the fuck did you do? Yep. Well, I gave birth to you. Doesn't mean that you just packed a car with stuff. It's okay. Remember where you uh, get into your garage and we set down the first dresser and a spiderweb touched you and you basically ran out? No, I didn't. <laughs> the spiderweb is thick. If it's a thick spiderweb, it's Was it on the web. ground? No, it's going up. It was like, I don't know. It was like an orb weaver. It wasn't anything crazy. There is no orb weavers in California. Okay, What's what was an it? orb weaver? It sounds like something mystical. Orb weavers tend to have like a really, a really like thicker um, if you, web. If you, It'd be a black widow. It's not a black widow. Because Black Widows, because the the web was like towards the middle to the top of the garage. Black Widows don't build their 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 webs that high. That's all on the ground. Yeah, they're ground spiders. Anyway, maybe it it repelled. You think the the Black Widow who basically spends its whole life on the ground repelled from the garage? I don't know its life. (laughs) But that wasn't it. Wasn't a Black Widow web. Black Widows webs are different. Yeah, they're they're like more. You lost me at spider, but that's okay because um, for some reason I didn't run out. Just putting it out there. <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, we had some things in the garage that we took to storage that we ended up moving back, and it had spiders on it. And what? Robert, Robert was like, "Oh yeah, um, the um, well, we, no, we had some things in the garage. It was the Barbu's old bed frame or um, yeah, the box me- springs, box springs." And so we had to bring that. I was like, you know, I'm tired of I'm tired of looking at it because I've been driving the Forerunner, and I keep like, you know, it's re- it's a tight fit, and those box springs are right there. And if we got rid of the box springs, it would be easier to get in and out of the gar- at the car. And so I was like, let's just bring that in storage. Like, it's no big deal. We'll just put it in Mom's Forerunner. It's, it's, it's all good. And, you know, obviously I don't want Mom to do it, so I'm doing it by myself, and I'm picking it up. And Mom's like, what did you say? <laughs> there's a spider? Oh, yeah, she's like, there's a spider. She's like, ah, spider. I'm the only one carrying it. I'm like, I don't care about the spider. Mom's like, I don't want it in my car. I was like, I'm fine, Mom. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not scared of spiders. They're, they're now, if big. there was an owl, I would have protected you from the owl. You would not. Yeah, but if owls are cool. They like, they have big eyes. Oh, Gross. remember when we were working out and we were in the back and we got the, like the, um, was the, like the keg in a sense mm-hmm. and I carried it Oh all yeah, yeah, yeah. You were, yeah, you were in <laughs> kickstands or, or um, not kickstands. Um, you carried them. Yeah. So yeah. like you kind of put your arms all the way out and you kind of carry the It's keg. like a shoulder exercise. Yeah. Yeah. And like we went all the way down, all the way back up and I put it down and I was like, oh, look at that. A fucking spider right next to my hand. Was it a black widow? No. no. Oh, yeah. But it was just, it was li- like, it was so, it was like probably like. And then you were like, nope, never again. Yeah. I was like, thanks, Des. I was <laughs> like, like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm like, going to quit the gym and never work out again. Yeah. But no, I just don't like spiders. That's fine. Everybody has their thing. I don't like cotton balls. Yeah. 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 Nope. I mean, it's just, it's just, it is, everybody's got their thing. But all in all, I thought it was a good week. And before we get into our third chapter, I just wanted just to really quickly um, 
the the impact of the first two chapters have been really kind of cool because on the first chapter, remember we were talking about systems and how we put systems into place, they start to work and then we we don't do them anymore. Yep. I find that what happened to me is it's like I had all this momentum on TikTok because I had a, a routine, you know, I would go live, I would do an X amount of TikToks every day and I was putting a lot of energy and effort into it. And then for some reason, I'm like, oh, this has got, you know, this is good. We're good. I don't yeah. have to worry about this anymore. And I've been, you know, I've lost all of my momentum on TikTok and I've been actually losing followers. And I found myself being like stupid TikTok, you know, they're this and they're that. And I was blaming TikTok and not, not myself. Mm -hmm. So after reading this book, I realized TikTok had nothing to do with this. It was my systems. I started my system and it got going good. And then I stopped doing it. Mm -hmm. It's a White Stripe song. Really? There's, yeah, there's a White Stripe song about that. Or, or at least a Jack White song. It's like, don't don't um, take the effect and make it a cause. It's a really good song. Hmm. Yeah. Well, um, and then for that, why don't we just read the chapter summary? Because it kind of, the summary is kind of... Yeah, go for it, bud. Um, yeah, go ahead. I would say, say the name of the chapter and then do the chapter summary. Okay. So I'll do chapter one. If you want to do chapter and two, chapter Robert. one is oh, the surprising oh, sure, sure. power of atomic habits. And just the chapter summary... That's a really good idea, Brent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought it would just be simpler instead of kind of going back yeah, and just yeah, like yeah, yeah. doing all that shit. So the first chapter, uh, the habit, or it's chapter summary. Habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. Getting one percent better day every day counts for a lot of uh, a lot in the long run. Long in the long run, couldn't say that. There you go. Habits are a double-edged sword. They can work for you or against you, which is why understanding the details is essential. Small changes often appear to make no difference until you cross a critical threshold. The most powerful outcomes of any compounding process are delayed. You need to be patient. An atomic habit is a little habit that is part of a larger system. Just as atoms are the building blocks of molecules, atomic habits are the building blocks of remarkable results. If you want, to, if you want better results, then forget about setting goals. Focus on your system instead. You do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. So, yeah. So yeah. That, and like the last one kind of hits home. You know, it's not it's not that you're tr like you're not, um, you know, you can get to your goals. It's just the system, the way that you get there is, you know, there's so many different paths mm -hmm. and ways you can do it and fail and get back up and do it and then succeed. It's just like you can't stop at one one try of a system. See, I know myself personally, a lot of times I get right to that edge of success and then I'm like, yeah. yeah. And then I stop. And then I find like I'm always constantly chasing success. And I think if I change my system and I keep the forward momentum, I will, you know, I'll achieve the goals that I have for myself on, on my social media. Yeah. Well, you got to think about the, the ending goal is success. But what, how, what's the system to get to it? Right. And I just don't want to find myself in this constant loop of disapproval for myself because I constantly get there, then I stop. And then I, I have to, you know, like regenerate it again. I want to get my momentum going and then keep my system in place and then continue going in my journey. Yeah. yeah. That's what I can do. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So Robert, chapter number two. Sure. So chapter number two is how your habits shape your identity and vice versa. In the very end, it says chapter summary. It says there are three levels of change, outcome change, process change, and identity change. The most effective way to change your habits is to focus not on what you have or not on what you want to achieve, but 
on who you wish to become. There we go. The words are hard. <laughs> I, I know. I know. And, the other, and then it goes, uh, your identity emerges out of your habits. Every action is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Becoming the best version of yourself requires you to continuously edit your beliefs and to upgrade and extend your identity. The real reason habits matter is not because they can get you uh, better results, although they can do that, but to but because they can change your beliefs in yourself. Which actually, um, it, you know, that applies because like over the week, you know, I've been eating a lot better, mm-hmm. and so I would I would always be like, you know, would a healthy person eat this or would a healthy person do that kind of thing? And it's been it's been easier to make those choices when you kind of like change your identity and, and how you perceive yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's solid. You know what's funny though, and like at the end of chapter two, when I was writing home, I saw one of my neighbors and everything, and he was just like, "Yeah, man." He's like, "You know, I, I've you know seen your car home a lot." And I was like, "Yeah, dude, I quit." He's like, "Oh, well, what have you been doing? Are you looking for another job?" I was like, "Oh, I mean, I, I stream on Twitch." He's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. I'm like, "All right." I was like, "But I mean, that was just kind of like the first step of just telling someone mm-hmm. what I'm doing." Yeah, you know? well, you're a content mm-hmm. creator. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna. St- to a fucking nine to five job again because yeah. fuck that yeah because it's funny that you mentioned that brandy because after we read the chapter last week i really kind of came to the conclusion of what my what my kind of my mental block had been and it's because i could no longer say oh i'm an escrow officer now i say i'm a social media influencer mm-hmm. yeah. and i gotta tell you though the first couple of times of saying that i was kind of like i'm a <laughs> yeah exactly it's good. You know? yeah and now it's like every time i go somewhere and, and if i'm talking to a clerk or you know like somebody who's um like somebody that i'm anybody i'm talking to mm-hmm. um i'll be like hey you should follow me on social media and they'll be like what do you mean i'm like well i'm a social media influencer and the more I say it, the more I, I guess it becomes a reality and the more I believe it. So, you know, if they're like, oh, what do you do for a living? You have to be like, hey, I'm a streamer. You know, yeah. that's just who you mm-hmm. are. That's your identity, mm-hmm. you know. And if they understand it, great. Good for them. If they don't. Yeah, the content's is, not for them anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not. It, it's not your your future or your your happiness it, do, it doesn't depend of whether or not they understand you or not you know what's crazy though is that there's actually a lot of really nice people on twitch yeah there's a lot of good mm-hmm. people out there really good people yeah. it kind of like changed my thought process on people in general because mm-hmm. i mean i've just you know had like a lot of really cool you know interactions with people i was like you know i kind of like people again well yeah. yeah i mean like you water rises you know water rises to its own level kind of thing yeah you know well, also too. I mean, you're 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 attracting your energy is attracting people who have that same kind of energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. You know? So, but I'm really proud of. I'm actually, you know, I'll take a mom moment here before I start number three. But I'm really proud of everybody, all of us, yeah. for actually reading this book, taking the chapters to heart, and actually applying it into everyday life. Go team. Yeah. Woo. All right. So, I will be t- taking the lead on chapter number three, which is how to build better habits in four simple steps. So do you want me, to, I mean, I'm sorry, but do you want me to read the whole chapter or just no, kind of summarize? No, summarize, it? yeah. All right. So the chapter started out with basically talking about this guy named Edward Thorndike, and he did um, an experiment with cats. And he said, it said, he would place each cat inside a device known as a puzzle box. The box was designed so the cat could escape through the door some by a simple act of pulling on a loop cord, pressing a lever, or stepping on a platform. It says, for example, one box contained a lever, then when pressed, the door would open, and the cat would get out of the box and over to the food. So the whole premise of this experiment was is that once the cats would even accidentally step on one of the levers and the door would open and they would get to the food, 
when they would put the cat back into the box, the cat would start going over to the lever sooner. So what would happen is, is after 20 or 30 trials, the behavior became more automatic and habitual, and the cat could escape within a few seconds. For example, cat number 12 took the following times to perform the act, 160 seconds the first time, then 30, um, then 90, and then it went down to like seven seconds. So during the first three trials, the cats escaped on the average of 1.5 minutes. During the last three trials, the escape average was 6.3 seconds. So basically what it was stating is that Thorndike described the learning process by stating, behaviors followed by satisfying consequences tend to be repeated, and those that produce unpleasant consequences are less likely to be repeated. His work provides the perfect starting point for the discussion how habits form in our lives. It also provides answers for, the, for some fundamental questions like, what are habits and why does the brain bother building them at all? So far, so good? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So basically what they were saying is, why do your brain build habits? And I thought this was kind of interesting because I never really looked at habits in this way. Mm -hmm. But it says a habit is a behavior that has been repeated enough times to become automatic. The process of habit formation begins with trial and error. So it says, basically, like, how do I respond to this? The first time you come across a problem, you're not sure how to solve it, like Thorndike's cat. You're trying to figure things out to see how it works. Neurological activity of the brain is high during this period. So, um, do, do, do. so basically what it is is that your brain is constantly, constantly, constantly working. And your brain only has so much capacity to work. So what it does is it forms habits. And it forms habits so that your brain can use its energy on things that it needs to figure things out. Well, Correct? Yeah. Well, yeah, technically. So for the habit, it's just like, I mean, if you want to get in the habit of, let's just say, driving stick, you know, like finding some, well, it's like a new skill in a sense. And with those new skills, it has to become a habit. You know, like you have to habitually do it every day. Yeah, but like, like mom is saying though, like the first time you do it, it's always stressful. Oh, it's exactly, always stressful. Like, exactly like riding, you know, driving stick, right? The first couple yeah, of times yeah. is really hard mm -hmm. and then it gets easier and easier as the time progresses, very similar to how Thorndike and the cats are doing. Yeah. It becomes such a, a habit in, in driving the vehicle that it's almost second nature after you spent enough time with it. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's, uh, yeah, exactly. Because I mean, again, you just, you have to go through a process to start a habit. Like you can't just um, automatically start a habit out of nowhere. Right. And so it's just because it says right here, habits are simple, reliable solutions to reoccurring problems in your environment. Mm -hmm. So simply put, like you walk into a dark room, you already know you have to turn on a light. It's you've already conditioned your brain to be like, this is how you solve this problem. Mm -hmm. So that is a habit that you have developed at a necessity that you don't even think about anymore. So it's in the reason and again the reason that they do that is because um it just basically allows your brain free time to work on other yeah he actually mentions it in the next page and then um uh, just yes, before you have we, something yeah before we flip to the next page there's this part right here that says this is the feedback loop behind all human behavior try fail learn try differently with practice the useless movements fade away and the useful uh useful actions get reinforced that is a habit forming. 
That's what I, I just wanted to say. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. No, uh, anytime that you guys have something you want to jump in on, by all means, do yeah. that. So then it basically says habits are mental shortcuts learned from experiences. In a sense, a habit is a memory of the steps you've previously followed to solve a problem in the past. Whenever the conditions are right, you can draw on this memory and automatically apply the same situation. The primary reason for a brain remembers the past to better predict what will work in the future. So habit formations, habit formation is incredibly useful um, because of the conscious mind is bottleneck of the brain. Let me repeat that because sure. I kind of fumbled okay. that one up. Habit formation is incredibly useful because the conscious mind is the bottleneck of the brain. It can only pay attention to one problem at the time. As a result, your brain is always working to preserve its conscious attention to whatever task is most essential. Whenever possible, the conscious mind likes to pawn off the tasks to the non-conscious mind to do automatically. This is precisely what happens when a habit is formed. Habits reduce cognitive load and free up mental capacity so you can allocate your attention to other tasks. Mm -hmm. Never in a bazillion years did I look at a habit in that way. Really? Mm -mm. Nope. Well, it makes sense, right? I mean, like you get home and you're like, it's just like, by the time you realize what you're doing, you're already laying down or you could be like watching TV and things like that. It makes sense, you know, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a repetitive motion. It's very similar to like driving hypnosis, right? You take the same drive over and over and over again. Your brain kind of shuts down. And you're like, well, how am I getting here? Oh, I used to do that all yeah, the time. Exactly. Like coming home from work, mm -hmm. I would be like pulling into the driveway and I'd be like, Wow. Yeah. I'm really glad that I drove safe because I don't remember. Yeah. It's that it. habit forming where you're kind of, your brain's kind of like, Oh, it's okay. I'll take yeah. over. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. And it's almost just, again, you know, I, I like the driving stick example because yeah. even with driving stick, you know, like in the beginning you're just like, okay, first, second, third. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I got to do this to get it going or this to get going. But once you start driving stick for a little bit, you're just like, okay, cool. What's, uh, what's, what am I playing on the radio? Yeah. Cause you shift and just like doing mm -hmm. all this shit. It's just, it makes it easier. Cause like you don't think about it cause you already know it's going to, mm -hmm. you, you know what well, the do. driving shift is it's a really good example in yeah. terms of like habit forming right because yeah. especially because there's that stressor in the beginning so there's that and then there's the outcome and the, it, you know he actually talks about how habits form in the next page if mom wants to right but, well i'm just gonna uh, sure. mention no, really okay. quick here it's it, he mentioned this and i never would have looked at habits this way either but it says habits do not restrict freedom they create it in fact the people who don't have habits handled are often the ones with the least amount of freedom so to me, that was really interesting because sometimes I, as an individual, and Brandon, you might be like this because you, you and I have a lot of same characteristics, but I fight against um, structure. Sure. I don't, I, I'm very free spirited. Where Robert, you are way more structured mm -hmm. than um, I think we are. But sometimes I, I rebel against structure because again, I feel like it's too much of like a dictatorship. Okay. So when I read this, I'm like, wow, you know what? Maybe if I do stick with those structures or if I do stick with those, um, those systems that I'm trying to put into place, maybe it will ease up the pressure and the things that I'm going through and allow me to be more creative making better content on yeah. my social media. Yeah. Especially because like you just mentioned, right? If you have those habits forming, if you have that structure, it frees up your brain in terms of like making or coming up with new ideas for your content. Mm -hmm. You know, it's this way instead of you trying to fight the system and trying to like do things your own way. If you're like, Oh, I'll just establish habits that, you know, that my brain can kind of just run through the motions without me cognitively thinking. I think it'll set you up for more, uh, you know, free time in terms of 
content creation. Yeah. I mean, what do you think about that, Brandon? Do you think that maybe sometimes you struggle over like habits and, and stuff like that because of that reason? No, I just think I'm lazy. Uh, that, that in itself is a habit. Yes. But well, no, the, but the thing is that uh, I know, don't say ha- don't say lazy, but I'm just saying, like, sometimes I get lazy and then I just don't fucking do it. Like, I understand what you're trying to say, but literally sometimes I just get lazy and I don't do it. Yeah, but I mean, from here on out, you need to, s- I, I would recommend not calling yourself that. But I don't we- think of it as a negative term. Being it, lazy? Yeah. Well, it's not, what do you think? Well, it's, it's, you know, there's a difference between insanely, like there's a difference between being lazy mm-hmm. and just lazy. I mean, like, and it sounds crazy, but if you're lazy to do something and you just don't do it, then that's not a problem. But if you keep procrastinating on it and just stay, like, stay lazy, that is a problem. But if you don't do it eventually, then at that point, you're just, it's just Well, do you, would you say you're a procrastinator? You're not lazy? Well, I'm very much procrastinator. So I think, I think you would, I think personally, I would restructure how you view mm-hmm. the term lazy. Well, I mean, but I don't think of it as in a bad way. Like, okay. that's the thing. And I don't also just, like, rely on being lazy. Like, oh, I'll just put it off. I'll just put it off. I'll just put it off. It's more like, hmm, it can wait. See, I still think that if you if you visualize yourself as lazy, whether you take it as um, detrimental or not, I still think it's telling your brain something that isn't productive. But I'm also not saying it in a negative term to make myself be negative. Sure. Well, then, do you have an example of when being lazy was a benefit? No, <laughs> not really. Okay. I love but you, like, Brandon. But like the thing is, though, it's like, you know, because I mean, I just I guess I'm just on my own time, you know, even sometimes on my own time. It's just like uh, I can wait. You see, but the thing is that, Brandon, you, you the, here's the thing is you are 100 percent on your own time. And if you choose not to do something, that's your choice not to do it. That doesn't make you lazy. You are the absolute master of your universe called your life. And if you're like, you know what? I don't feel like doing this today. There's no other reason. That's the end of the sentence. You don't have to explain it to anybody. So that's just the whole thing. It's it's like if you stop, if you're like, I don't want to do this today. I don't have, I'm not, but just don't call yourself lazy. I think that that would be more productive because it puts you more into charge. But I don't call myself lazy. But you just said that you refer to yourself as lazy. Not in a negative way, but but you admit that you do refer to yourself as lazy. Then I don't call myself lazy on a daily t- like daily. Yeah, no. So then I, I would then yeah. I would say that you're not lazy. Yeah, I mean I don't be like oh well I'm just lazy today I'm not gonna do it I'm just like oh, I'm I'm tired I don't want to do it. Yeah, today. well I was just gonna say you know what I, I mean I'm not gonna beat this into you Brendan but I think it is something that you need to maybe you know just reflect upon and then when that when that happens where you might consider that a lazy moment just maybe just switch it a little bit and be mm. like, I don't want to do it. And that's okay. Which I do say. Okay. I'm just saying, yeah, I don't yeah. like, again, and I don't use lazy as like a bad term. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Well, yeah, no, I, like I said, I don't want it to be where, you know, we gang up on you, but well, I, I don't just, think that at all. No, it's just okay. a conversation. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then it goes on to the other thing I highlighted on the next page was building habits is the, Building habits in the present allows you to do more what you want to in the future. So again, like I said, I struggled with habits. I, I struggle with structure. So I'm going to try to um, look at it a little bit differently, knowing that I'm actually giving myself more freedom by having it. Yeah. Yes. So now I thought it was kind of interesting and I am going to put a little side note in here. Um, I did struggle a little bit with this chapter and how in which way? <laughs> because I don't associate associate habits with positive things. 
I only associate habits with addictions. Mm -hmm. So even after I read the chapter and I was like, I'm driving around and going to get the pizza, I was having to tell myself that, you know, you can have a healthy habit. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like, oh, drinking, oh, smoking, oh, gambling. Every time I was talking, you know, like the cause and effect of the habits, I instantly went to a negative context of it. Sure. That doesn't mean you don't have good habits forming. You, I think you just hyper fixate on the negative ones and not realize the positives. I don't think I've ever told myself that I have a ha- I don't think I've ever told myself I have a healthy habit and actually stuck with it. Yeah. I mean, but like, I, I wouldn't even say, I wouldn't even go so far as stuck with it. I mean, you have healthy habits that you've, that you created. I just don't think you realize them. I, I guess, I, I guess I'm not giving them enough merit or giving yourself enough merit or, yeah. or that very similar to like how you said in the first couple of pages is that you're so sub subconscious that you don't even realize you have good habits forming. For example, I mean, you could even say that walking Liberty every day is a good habit forming. I mean, not only does it walk the dog and it keeps her healthy, but it keeps you healthy. It's like moving meditation. It lets mm-hmm. you process things. I mean, you can, you can really interpret anything as uh, as a, either a good or a bad habit. I just think that because we are, we struggle with addiction because we have a, a little bit of a, of a dirtier, I want to say dirty, but a, a darker past. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of like the, you know, the monster under the bed. I think we're all afraid of this negative connotation of a negative habit. Whereas I feel like there's a lot, I feel like if you were to stack them up, we would have a lot more positive habits than bad. Mm-hmm. You know, mom, you're always on social media. You're doing talk, content creation. I mean, you wake up, you do your YouTubes, you know, you have these habits already formed. I just don't think you pay attention to them because they're so ingrained in your subconscious. Yeah. I guess it's like the, the character in a movie. It's like, um, it, it just seems like it's like the super villain always outshadows, you know, maybe like the, the, mm-hmm. Clark Kent before they he turns into Superman. Sure. And it just sometimes it's it, I had to very conscientiously tell myself that habits can be good also. Yeah, absolutely. You know. So I I just wanted just to mention no, that. I think I think it's a really interesting point. It's yeah. funny when like when I was reading this today, the only thing I thought about was smoking cigarettes. Really? Mm-hmm. See, well, the only thing I thought about was animal training. <laughs> is that really? weird? Yeah, it's very similar to how you would train an animal. I mean, like the people at the mm-hmm. zoo, they use the exact same process in terms of training their animals. I mean, there's rhinos at the zoo that can take ultrasounds. They don't even need to be put under. They know exactly what to do. I mean, this is, and it's the exact same. It's the exact same structure in which they train animals. Um, that they would um, they would use this exact same like bl- blueprint. Yeah. Well like, then, huh? Oh, sorry. Oh, Weston, he can he can literally blow a whistle, and the rhino can walk up right into the pen, and he can um, check the um, like the he can give him ultrasound, he can do blood work, he can do whatever he wants to this rhino because the rhino is so well trained because of this good habits that are formed, hmm. and it's very similar, to, especially this uh, you know the the this next part, the science of how habits work. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the exact same thing with animal training. I mean, if you don't train any animal, it's the exact same thing. Hmm. What were you gonna say, Bren? I was gonna say because like on the cigarettes things, mm-hmm. it's. Because the first one you start, like when you, the first cigarette you have is, it tastes like shit, no matter mm-hmm. what you think. Like it tastes like shit. But then you, for some reason, well, again, you know, it could just be for addictive personality, but it was like, then you go for a second one. Mm-hmm. Then you go for another one. He mentioned that in this another book, one. doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. He mentioned another that in this one. chapter. Well, he mentioned the simple fact that you don't crave a cigarette. What you end up craving is the feeling of once you have yes. the cigarette. Yeah. So it's like you would rather go through the nasty ass taste of a cigarette. 
to get the reward of, of that nicotine high. Of the nicotine, mm-hmm. exactly. Of just like the rush, you know, like the mm-hmm. high that it gives you, the relaxation it gives you. It's just like you just kind of chill. Mm-hmm. So weird. Yeah. Well, the four steps that we're going to be talking about, he says it's number one is cue. Number two is craving. Number three is response. And number four is reward. Mm-hmm. So the first step, the cue, it says the cue triggers your brain to initiate behavior. It is a bit of information that predicts a reward. Our prehistoric ancestors were paying attention to cues and signaled the location of primary rewards like food, water, and sex. Today, we spend most of our time learning cues that predict secondary rewards like money, fame, power, and status, praise, and approval, love, friendship, or a sense of personal satisfaction. So basically what he's saying is is that we start habits. We Go ahead, Robert. I was, I mean, I was just, oh. I just looked up. Oh, I thought, oh, I thought, I, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I can I'd, if you want. No, no, no. So basically what he's saying is the cue. So it's a trigger. So first you have the trigger. Um, it says your mind is continuously analyzing your internal and external environment for hints of where the rewards are going to be located because the cue is the first indication that we're close to reward. It naturally leads to a craving. Okay. So now let's just take this out of context and I'm going to jump a little bit farther, but you know, instantly people are like, Oh, you know, a cue, a craving. It can be as simple as walking into a dark room and you want to see. So you walk into the room, that's the cue that's dark. The craving is you want to see, and then you turn on the light switch and there's your reward. So even though that sometimes we go really deep with these, it can be very, um, very fundamental also yeah because it's cue go into the room craving turn the light or craving is you, you want to be able see, to see response turn the light and then you get to see for the reward yeah, yeah. sorry i thought yeah. i thought you fit i thought you missed one yeah so no it was pretty cool and then now i'm going to be thinking about a rhino getting an ultrasound it's really cool yeah. Yeah. i've seen weston do it that's actually pretty insane that they were just like yeah okay cool take my stuff well it's i mean it's the exact it's like exactly what we're talking about there's a there's a cue right mm-hmm. the rhino wants food there's uh, a craving, you know, the, or the rhino is going to be like, oh, okay, you know, blah, 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 response. The rhino does what he wants and the reward that gets the food. It's, it's very, very similar. Hmm. So basically, so cravings are the second step and they are the motivational force behind every habit. Without some level of motivation or desire, without craving a change, we have no reason to act. What you crave is not the habit itself, but the change in the state it delivers. You do not crave smoking a cigarette. You crave the feeling of relief it provides. You are not motivated by brushing your teeth, but rather by the feeling of a clean mouth. You do not want to turn on the television. You want to be entertained. Each craving is linked to a desire to change our internal state. This is an important part of um, what we will discuss in later detail. Now, he does go on to mention, which I think is really important, again, that cravings differ from person to person. In theory, any piece of information can trigger a craving, but in practice, people do not... are people are not motivated by the same cues. For a gambler, the sound of a slot machine can be a potent trigger that sparks an intense wave of desire. And trust me, when I read this, I instantly flashed back to the... Um, Your casinos? To the casino days. Yeah. So, and I and I totally get that. I mean, and that's just the whole thing. It's, it's like, I can't even play some games on my phone yeah. because the sound is too similar. Yeah, the trick, the, the, was it the craving? It's like a trigger response. Yeah, yeah, it's a trigger response. So if you have any habits that you want to break, any like life-changing habits, you have to constantly be on guard for triggers. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, that's your only defense. So it says, cues are meaningless unless they are interrupted. 
Interpre I'm sorry, interpreted. Mm -hmm. The thoughts, feelings, and emotions of the observer are what transforms a cue into a craving. So the third step is the response. The response is the actual habit you perform, which can take the form of a thought or an action. Whether a response occurs depends on how motivated you are and how much friction is associated with the behavior. If a particular action requires more physical or mental effort than you are willing to expend, then you won't do it. Your response also depends on your ability. If it sounds simple, but a habit can... If it sounds simple, but a habit can only occur if you are capable of doing it. If you think, so for example, he says, if you, if you think you want to dunk a basketball, but you can't jump high enough to reach, well, then you're out of luck. So mm -hmm. it, you have to physically be able to perform your habit yeah. in order for it to become a habit. Yeah. And let me, I mean, I've seen like videos on YouTube of like five, 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 six people dunking. Mm. But I mean, they just, I mean, they've tried over and over and over. Well, that over when they, they change their system, right? So they don't just, they don't just like, oh, well, I'll try tomorrow. That's like they stretch and then they work on their vertical. They mm. work on their positioning. They work on like that. So I think that is more of a, of a long-term goal. I think this person's like, well, I'm going to go outside and dunk. And if they just can't do it, they can't mm. do it. Okay. I'm not saying it's for every, he's, probably, he's also too, he's saying it's not for everybody. Sure, there are the people who are like five, five that can do it. But there's also a lot of people that can't. Yeah, that's a good I'm, point. You know, I'm six foot seven and I can't dunk a basketball. So <laughs> yeah. I'm five foot two and I can't. And it says, finally, the response delivers a reward. Rewards are, rewards are the end goal of every habit. The cue is not about the cue is about noticing the reward. The craving is about wanting the reward. The response is about obtaining the reward. We chase rewards because they serve two purposes. They satisfy us and they teach us. Mm -hmm. So the first then it talks about satisfying your cravings. It says yes, rewards provide benefits on their own. Food and water deliver the energy you need to survive. Getting a promotion brings you more money and respect. Getting in shape improves your health and your dating prospects. I just want to like, yeah, you know, bring money, like more money and respect for a promotion. But, you know, we even got promoted. We didn't get shit. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't mean it doesn't apply to other people. That's what no, no, no. a lot of people yeah. a lot of people use that the status of a more money and then the respect as a motivator to, um, you know, to to continue trying to get promoted. That, so that makes sense. Yeah. So I was like, we were kind of, yeah, well, I think you guys end. are in a wrong situation. I mean, you, know, you guys were in a bad situation where your employer didn't value your, your work ethic and your yeah. work. That doesn't mean that it doesn't apply to other people. Oh no, hundred yeah. percent. But I was just like, I just wanted to put, my I'm sure that one you were like, mm. I was like hey, yeah. this is kind of <laughs> fucked. Dude. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I, promotion and respect, yeah. but it's like, well, that's a sign. That's a sign that it was a wrong work environment, right? Because yeah. you didn't, you know, because you weren't motivated enough to, you know, obtain that promotion or obtain that, you know, extra money or, or respect. You were like, well, I have, it's exactly what it says. It, you have no means to like continue. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, shit, we didn't get respect yeah, the, from anybody. Yeah. So that means the habit of like a strong work ethic or wanting that promotion wasn't there. The reward wasn't there. Yeah. And then, and like, I also kind of think that like, you know, to not look for respect for others, just like respect yourself. I mean, like, you know, I mean, of course, make sure people respect you, but like also don't just see like search for like, Oh, you're exposed to like, you know, you're supposed to respect me. It's like, you know, I don't give a shit. I, well, I think that applies to, I mean, that's, I think that's a more of an internal affair. I think this one's more of like a, they, they, you, re, you respect the position. Got it. Got it. Okay. You respect the person. Okay. So like if they're like, oh, I'm the senior analyst, it's a very respectable job. That, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yes. So I thought it was kind of funny where it says your brain is a reward detector. And that's really the case. You know, we will, it's so easy to have habits 
that are easy. You know, we want that constant reward. And I think the beauty of this book is it's teaching you that you can have these rewards with high, with longer term goals, if that yeah. makes any sense. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times, like it was saying in the first chapter, we want instant gratification. Yeah. And our brain is a reward detector. And, you know, like us all starting our new um, platforms and everything, it, is, it was a real concern of mine that we weren't going to get those rewards and um, we were going to start, you know, maybe getting frustrated and, sure. and, and getting into bad habits. And then it says, if your behavior is insufficient in any of the four stages, it will not become a habit. So basically, if you don't have a cue, a craving, a response, and a reward, you can't have a habit. So if you want to build healthy habits, if you want to have a positive habit, you have to make sure you have all four of those stages. Yeah, he goes into detail right here at the very bottom, right? Go ahead. Mm -hmm. He says, eliminate the cue and your habit will never start. Reduce the cravings and you won't experience enough motivation to act. Make the behavior difficult and you won't be able to do it. And if the reward fails to satisfy your desire, then you'll have no reason to do it again. And it says, uh, you have no reason to do it again in the future. Sorry, we had to flip the page. Yeah, that's okay. So again, cue, craving, response, and reward. Mm -hmm. So, it, and... You know, I what I'm going to personally do is I'm going to start looking for more cues of healthy habits that I already have. Exactly. You know, and maybe what I can start doing is, is I can start, I don't need to reward myself, but I can at least acknowledge well, my healthy well, habits I, well, I think Well, I think you need the reward. I think the reward doesn't need to be like, oh, here's a cookie. But yeah. I think like the reward can be like, hey, listen, you know, the reward is, you know, maybe you're a little more efficient with your time management. Maybe you, you know, you, you got a couple of extra steps in or you're able to produce another TikTok or things like that. I don't think the reward needs to be so just like substantial where you're like, this is it. This is my moment. I'm going to buy myself that Louis Vuitton. Exactly. That but I think, wanted. but I think you should yeah. take the small wins when, when your habit does See, things no, in a progressive I mean, truthfully, and positive manner. It's, it, that is just a part of my psyche that I mm. really, um, that I have to change because I mean, even rewarding myself and even like self praising mm -hmm. myself, even though I'm such an advocate and I tell everybody that they need to do it, mm -hmm. actually sitting there and doing it myself. Sometimes I'm like, Gah. well, I think sometimes Gah. I think you think that you don't deserve the reward or you don't or, deserve the win because yeah. that's the only, I mean, when you say it like that, it sounds like you're like, Oh, well I don't, I don't need the win. I don't need the reward. It sounds like you're like, well, I don't deserve it kind of thing. It, it, it's, it's, you could interchange the two very easily and you wouldn't know which one you were talking about. And yeah. I think, and I think you deserve to acknowledge that, you know, you work hard, you know, with everything you do all day, every day. And I think you deserve to be like, oh, well, this is my reward. I can, you know, have this and that and this and this. I guess it's just, go ahead, Brendan. No, I was just going to continue on the page, but keep going. Oh, I was just going to, I just, I think it's a really easy, um, kind of trap to fall into sure. where you're constantly. And, and I know that we've had these discussions before, not during this book, but on yeah. our podcast where it's like, you're always moving that goal, Yeah, you know? And I think every once in a while you just need to be like, Hey, you know what? Look at how far I've come. Sure. You know, yeah. I think that's really important. Well, like also do like he's saying, and he was like, you know what? Like as soon as you get to that goal, there's always, there's always another goal to get mm -hmm. though. So I think, I think the idea of chasing like this one, as soon as I'm here, then I have that happiness. Then I have that success. Mm -hmm. Then I have that, you know, the desire, the respect, blah, 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 that there's no, I don't really think there's a, a you made it. Congratulations. Here's the end. I think it's chapters. Oh, you get to this stage in your life. Okay. Time for the next one. Oh, you're at this stage of your life. Time for the next one. I don't, I think people need to restructure how they look at in terms of like a goal oriented versus like I'm at a, here's the finish line. It, it's different stages of life. Just like how we progress, you know, as, as people, as we grow as people, so do our goals. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, but I still I still think that we've grown because I mean, we've had like I said, I know that we've had discussions on earlier podcasts where we've had this debate over, you know, always pushing yourself. I I think we're happier along the journey than we've ever been. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, well, like you say, like we're happy along the journey and that just shows that it's, we're forming the right habits that make a productive work environment. We're not doing that. Once I'm here, I'm happy. We're restructuring the way we think we're restructuring our daily work patterns that we're like, I am enjoying the, the hustle. I'm enjoying the work ethic that I've set for myself to get to this goal. And then once I'm at that goal, I'm going to restructure my work habit. I'm going to keep continue doing things in a productive manner so I can get to the next goal. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's as linear as A to B. Yeah. I even found myself, um, I had kind of fallen into that little trap Mm -hmm. of where, you know, I left the corporate life and I was always like, Oh, you know what? Once I leave corporate, I'm going to be happy and I kind of last last week I kind of like woke up and I'm like, why am I still kind of mired in this like <laughs> mm-hmm. once I get here I'm going to be happy kind of feeling. Yeah. And it really made me realize that I was I I was projecting out so far I wasn't allowing myself to enjoy the moment. Exactly. Or you were like once I get to this this stage in my life, then I'll be happy kind of thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's easy to fall in that sinkhole, right? Especially, yeah. especially cause it validates why you're not feeling good now. But if you're like, if you wake up in a bad mood, you're like, well, if I was here, then I'd be happy. Yeah. And it kind of validates you being in a bad mood instead of like, okay, well, how do I restructure my day to day? How do I restructure my habits into, into making sure that I have an enjoyable day and that I have an enjoyable happiness. Did you find yourself doing that at all, Brendan? All the time. Yeah. I mean, because we talked about that so much at like when we we're quitting, we we're just like, yeah. oh yeah, no, once we quit, it's going to be so mm-hmm. much better. You know, we're going to be so much happier. And then, I don't know, like I think like a weekend, I was like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. Well, it's, it's a it's a very yeah. successful motivator in terms of like, oh, it, it validates your reasoning of being, right? You're like, well, once I quit this job, I'll be happy. But there's so many other things that you could be doing differently to provide that happiness while currently working at the job or whatever structure or whatever thing you think is bringing you in happiness. Yeah, I know for, I mean, for me and Brandon, I think it was just like, you know, we were just covering our vital organs and getting yeah. out of it. Yeah. But I was just kind of wondering, Brandon, like I said, if you experienced the same thing because I had to kind of like give myself a little mental talking to like okay you're here now now if you're not happy this is really you know it's it's kind of you you can't blame anybody else but but you yeah i mean i was like that before the first chapter like i said last week or a couple weeks ago but now i'm just like you know okay it is it is kind of it it kind of is what it is you know and i only have one thing i have to do and that's just continue doing what i need to do now let Mm -hmm. me ask you guys this do you guys you got you know how you you admitted that you guys were kind of like in a funk or you're in this Mm -hmm. bad mood or whatever do you think it was because you had formed such subconscious bad habits through your you know unhappy work ethic that it kind of carried into over you know after you guys quit your job you still kind of kept that those bad formed subconscious habits. I think it was more of just the un, the unknown of what's going to come. Sure. Know? Cause like, again, you know, we kind of left a safety blanket in yeah. a sense and now we're out in the woods mm-hmm. uh, with nothing like no, no, no camping gear, no nothing. And we're just kind of, I mean, we have like our backpack of stuff, and it's two sticks to rub together. These are very, <laughs> this is a very detailed analogy, mm-hmm. but yes, but that's what I'm saying. It's just more of like, you know, you leave a cabin, mm-hmm. you, uh, you have, uh, um, I was going to say candlesticks, but that is the Okay. We don't have to go that deep in <laughs> well, this I'm analogy. Just, I'm, trying, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to pin a I'm nice picture. I'm tying my shoes. But I'm, but I'm asking like, 
So you 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 know you guys quit your job and you guys were like a, you guys were blue for like a week a week and a half. Why do you think that is? Do you think it was again because your subconscious habits were formed in such a negative manner? It was only more for like a day, like a day or yeah, two. Yeah, no, mine me. was a little bit more than yeah, that. Mom, and I think, mom was yeah, you, and, you're a little blue. Yeah, I think that mine was because I went from. I went from being very structured to very mm. unstructured mm. and I was kind of in a free fall, not knowing where I was going to land. Mm-hmm. And, um, once I kind of, once I, I got comfortable with a routine, once I saw what I could do or what I couldn't do, because the first couple of days that I wasn't working, that I was trying to do my social media, I felt like I was just under, I, I felt like I was digging a hole in sand. Sure. You know, for every one shovel I dug out, three fell in. Yeah. And like with streaming, you know, I only did it for like three, four hours a day. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, I can just do this for three, four hours a day. But then the other six or seven that mm-hmm. I was up, I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I could be doing something different. So yeah. I, that's why I put into a system is I'm just going to stream all fucking day. Because I mean, I, if, if this is my new career since it is and mm. it's like why not put more time into it why not try to yeah. stay longer why not try to get more followers now why instead not? of instead of streaming for seven hours a day have you thought about streaming for five and then making content for two i mean what's lot i mean have you thought about downloading your vods and making tiktoks and instagrams and youtubes yeah i mean i can definitely do that more in the mornings because mm-hmm. i usually like i i don't know i sleep at like two now in the okay. morning and then i wake up at like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I have the morning that I, I like meal prep for the day or like the couple of days. Yeah. I clean up around the house Yeah, and then I go and pretty much go to work. But sure. I can definitely, you know, like put more time in the morning for, you know, like Instagram clips yeah. or like, you know, TikTok clips. I can definitely start putting that more into my system. Because I mean, I think about that all the time. Yeah. You know, I was mm-hmm. like, you know, like I was editing videos yeah. and shit and I wasn't really doing and like, mm-hmm. and now I'm just kind of like, I'm kind of slacking on them sure. a little bit, but I can definitely put that more into a system. Well, you got to think that your habit forming, your cue, you know, obviously is that trigger. Like you want to get more followers. And then there's the, what is it? The craving. Yeah. And the craving is, you know, how do you fix that? Or like, how do you make that kind of thing? Like well, I, I'm trying to figure out how you would establish. Well, the cue would be, you know, that you want, your cue is that this is your career. Yeah. Your craving is, is that you, that want, you more want more followers. The response is doing it. There's, the reward is, I think. The reward would be getting doing more followers. Oh, yeah, the response. Yeah, the, sorry, Brandon. You were right. The response is actually creating that content, creating that TikTok, the Instagram. The and reward the is getting more followers. Yeah. Because yeah. exactly. I mean, cause I mean like, I don't do it all the time, but mm-hmm. I should probably start doing it more of the yeah. time. It's just like, I'll, I'll go on Instagram and be like, oh, I'm you know going live in a couple of minutes. Yeah, exactly. You know, come follow me. And then I yeah. put my my Twitch name mm-hmm. down there and all that shit, but yeah. I definitely can do it more. Yeah, absolutely. I would do it every single time you do. Yeah, that's just a lot of work. Well, I mean, <laughs> I know. remember how you were just like, remember, remember how you were like, I'm lazy, but I'm also very successful at being lazy. <laughs> I'm lazy. Yes. So yeah. again, that's forming, I think that's forming a very healthy habit in terms of creating a habit loop. hundred you know, percent. Like we're saying, yeah. you know, and, it, and it's not, and like mom's saying, it doesn't, it's not like this grand poobah, like, oh my God, the light, you know, the heavens opened up and this light shining down on me kind of habit forming, but it's small habits just like some like mom was saying turning on the light you could be making posts on instagram oh 100 yeah you know and like you know and i'm just gonna be 100 with you guys yeah. i definitely watch like a few episodes of one piece in the morning yeah. and then uh sit there sure yeah. well, so that that is again that's that's not a positive of being lazy well, what you can do, Brandon, is <laughs> so you know remember. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I don't use it in a negative term. Okay, but it's more, but you're it's but more you're like a loose. Like but a you're loose. describing. But you're describing your your ethic or the time you spend in your day in a lazy manner that is not productive. Well, so if you're, pro- it, but if your reward is to get more followers, 
you sitting there watching One Piece is not getting you followers. Well, the not lazy thing is I'm moving pretty well on the anime. <laughs> I mean, that is good. I, I mean, One Piece is a great anime, but in terms of like maybe... Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I'm just joking. Yeah, because no, I know. I mean, and, it's, yeah. It, it, it's, and it's easy to be like, yeah, yeah. But like, you, know, you have to understand that like, you know, the, these this whole book is structured about how we oh, restructure yeah. our, our day, how we, how we think about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think you owe it to yourself to be, you know, like, I'm, I, you know, you're an awesome content creator. And, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I sneak, I like lurk in your chat. And, you know, Holly always says really good things about you. You know, you, you do content really well and you do it better than most for the time you've been doing it. Yeah. And I think instead of being like, oh, well, I'm doing well right now, I can kind of like, I can sleep on it or I can kind of coast. I think now is when you really bump up and um, establish a very successful habit. So this way it only gets easier for you. Yeah. A hundred percent. And like, and I even noticed that too. It's just like, you know, I'm not, I'm not satisfied yeah. even though like mm-hmm. I'm doing well, I'm mm-hmm. still not satisfied. Like sure. that's just the thing. Like in, in, and I, I know like, you know, I see a growth and mm-hmm. I should be a little satisfied. I mean, I am don't, well, that's your craving. Yeah. Like, right. you know, I am satisfied, yeah. but I'm not full yet. You know, yeah. like even when I get to a certain point, I'm still mm-hmm. not going to be full. Absolutely. Like, you know, you kind of have to just continuously do mm-hmm. it, but I, I completely see what mm-hmm. you guys are yeah. saying. Well, and, and, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, you're good. And that's just something that, you know, I can definitely start using my time better yeah. for. Mm-hmm. I think about it. No shit. Literally think about it every single fucking day. Well, it's also too, it's what you say. It's scary, right? If yeah, you're like, well, it, it's almost, it's almost so big. You can't grasp it. Yes. And I think that's what kind of mom you kind of allude at too. You're mm-hmm. like, you know, sometimes the, the idea of getting what you want is so big and scary that it's almost impossible to think of. It's impossible to conjure. Very similar to like, Oh, I want to be a successful streamer. It, the idea of being successful on Twitch or any streaming platform is so big and elusive. It's almost impossible to start or to, to, to fathom. So you're like, well, I, you know, this is such a big goal. I'll just watch one piece or I'll just watch an episode of TV where I think you should restructure how you perceive your goals. Right. So Mm. instead of being like, I'm going to be this grand poobah, you know, the next Tim, the Tatman, the next Nick, the Mercs, you're like, I'm going to make it to affiliate. I'm going to get 50 followers. I'm going to have this amount of watch time. I'm going to do that. And then, so you structure your day into like, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to develop systems to get to these 50 followers. And then when you get to 50 followers and you get your Twitch emotes and you get your, your donations, and your PayPal, and then you restructure your habits again. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to get to 150 followers. Mm-hmm. And then you restructure the goal to that. I think the idea of, of finding such a large unfathomable or unreachable goal is, is a, a negative habit forming where you kind of, you kind of almost psych yourself out because it's so unreasonably large that you kind of like find, you find excuses to not go after it. Yeah. And like, and I think about starting like over on an Instagram, like a new Instagram. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, like if I already have, you work so hard to get the amount of followers you have, it makes no, it does not make sense for you to switch platforms. Okay, that's what I'm saying. And 100%. that's why I kind of like want to rebrand the Gummy Bear brand. And you absolutely can. And you have every right to, yeah. you know. But the thing is, is that you don't have to get rid of it. You 100%. If, if Don't Die Disco is available on Instagram, change your name. Yeah. See, 100%. And if they don't like it, then they can unfollow because that's not the content you're making for them. And that's perfectly fine. They're not in your audience. See, and that's what I was also thinking. Because like, I was like, you know, everybody started following me because of my pictures. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like. They I followed. They, no, they followed that Instagram page for you they're for you and, mm-hmm. and, for, and for you to think anything other is i think the wrong way to think about okay. it okay then i was thinking about it the wrong because way. Yes. i mean because because okay. you are, i mean that is your product right your product was you you were selling yourself on instagram whether it be you know fashion or just you you, you as a good looking person that you as a person fundamentally did not change Mm-mm. where you put your energy changed because it's not yes. on instagram that's perfectly fine but it's on twitch and and you as a person did not alter it any way so for people to be like mm, that's not for me you're like cool you know that's okay you know god bless but for every one person of those i guarantee you there's 10 
Because I did that, Brandon. When I started on Instagram, I was life doesn't stop at 50. Yeah. And it just, and then I'm like, no, I want to be gray hair and tattoos. Mm -hmm. And people were like, "Mm, don't do that, you know, because, you know, you're you're changing your brand and this and that. And I'm like, I have to be true to myself. And Mm -hmm. it was the best choice I ever made because my content is gray hair and tattoos. If you are Don't Die Disco, you know what? They're going to follow you. And if they don't, like Robert said, there's going to be 20 people standing in line too. Well, look at the Wright Brothers right the guys who made the airplanes they failed like 350 times but they never stopped trying they just repurposed they re- they just changed the way they structured their habits and the way they structured their thinking it's the very same way with you right you just have to restructure how you perceive things your your instagram may not be about fashion per se but it's still about you it's still yeah. the, about the you. product is still there it just is di- in a different package i would change the name of your tiktok too the, the TikTok is already don't die. Yeah. Then, then Instagram mm-hmm. definitely has and to be. And it's very there. easy too. Cause I mean, I know you have mods I've seen in your channel, right? You've got, um, you know, I think two or three, right? Moderators. Yeah. Yeah. Well you would be three, but I have two, two. So yeah. you have two. So what I would do is I'd be like, Hey guys, listen, I, you know, our channel's not really that big. We don't need that many moderators. So what I would do is I would focus more on getting clips. Guys, can you help me? Anything that's funny? Can you clip? Yeah, no, 100%. And like, I actually had some lady today who mm-hmm. actually clipped something. Yeah. And I have a couple of people who follow me that yeah. also clip stuff if yeah. it's funny. Then what I would do is, I'm oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no, no, you're good. Because like, um, technically, I mean, because there are a couple. Yeah. I'm just going to call them Mr. Yeti and Mrs. Yeti. Right. Uh, uh, and pretty much, so the Mrs. Yeti, she actually helped me out with Nightbot and all cool. this shit. So Perfect. she pretty much set up Perfect. my Nightbot Love and everything it. like this. Yeah. And I got to ask her for a little bit more help. Um, yeah. Because I do got to change, I'm going to change the Instagram on there for don't die disco but pretty much because he streams as well yeah. so she is straight just his moderator she kind of just sure. you know helps me yeah, on the yeah, side because yeah. she's just a nice person like that and i really appreciate them uh, but no you know people do clips up i can even ask people to clip it yeah uh, i had a funny clip today mm-hmm. that some chick randomly clipped and she yeah. like sent it to me so oh, i was that's, cool. that's what you do it, it, it that's and that's what i would focus on right there there's your content that you can pull over to instagram and tiktok yeah when you do something funny you guys hey clip that or if you're like hey guys if there's anything funny clip it after you're done streaming or the morning when you wake up instead of watching one piece or instead of just hanging out Ugh. go back through your 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 previous vods find all the clips that you did for that day download them repurpose them to instagram and tiktok and then you've got all your tiktoks right there that's a good point you don't even need a you didn't even need to go back through your vods you don't even need to like try to find the funny moments because your community has already clipped them for you. That's a good point. They've already done 90% of the work. All you have to do is export it. Um, you know, it's format it for TikTok, format it for Instagram. And then there's your, there's your posts. And that's 980 over 1080 or like, 90. well, it depends. It would depend on the product, right? So if it's Instagram, it's, it's 1920 by 1080. Okay. And then if it's TikTok, it's 1080, 1080 by, by 1920. Okay. Right. So you Even would just, I can help you, with that. you would just format it depending on the platform, but your content's already there. You, they've already done 90% of the work. Yeah. That's a good point. See, because remember, Randon, a couple of uh, episodes ago, we were talking about sobriety and you're like, yeah, I used to think that being sober would be boring, but now you think it's like the most amazing thing ever. Doing content at that level is scary until you're actually doing it at that level. And then it is just absolutely freaking fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Cause I mean, I mean, if I put it into like perspective or terms like that, it'd be like first starting off Instagram because Instagram, Mm -hmm. when I started off, I was fucking terrified. Well, it's just like the cats. 
Yeah. You know, it's, it's like he says, it's, it's, it's a scary new habit that requires all of your cognitive being. It requires all of your brain power because it's a newer, um, unknown mm-hmm. habit, right? Yeah, 100%. So you, it's scary. So you're focusing on it. And then once it becomes so self-conscious, I mean, look at, uh, subconscious, sorry, subconscious that you were posting it like regardless. And now you post, I mean, I saw you post a picture with a sloth hat. Yeah. You, yeah, you don't like care, that. right? Yeah, because, because the habit's been formed that it's not as scary as you think. Yeah. No. Cause I mean, I was even like, I was like, Oh yeah, no, I think it'd be kind of funny to stream with a sloth it hat. It doesn't and matter. Yeah. Just like, I'm just going to take a picture of it because yeah. I really don't give a fuck. Yeah. But it's that attitude. It's that just sheer like, hey, this is who I am. This is mm-hmm. how I'm, I'm streaming is what is going to draw people to you. Yeah. Well, not you only know? that, but your, but your quality of life is going to exponentially be so much easier because you're not trying to be anything other than you are. See, and I was even talking to mom about that today mm-hmm. when we were walking. Yeah. I was just like, you know what's funny is like, um, you know, like. Even when I stream, I'm not like that upbeat. You know, I mean, it's not that I'm not upbeat, you know, but I'm not like that. Oh my God. Hello guys. Well, like, you're, you're true to yourself. Yeah. I'm just right? like, I just kind of chill mm-hmm. talk, you know, like the way I'm talking. I don't yeah. try to like fluctuate my voice insanely yeah. high or I don't try to like be sporadic yeah. or insane. I'm mm-hmm. just like, yeah, fuck it, dude. It is what it is. It's really cool. The thing is, is that you are finding yourself. Yeah. You're finding your voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm, and I'm also not changing mm-hmm. for something if yeah. it's not doing anything like, like, you know, I'm not going to change myself mm-hmm. to try to get more people. It's yeah. like, you know, I feel like, um, you're not if, fitting a mold to what you think people want. Cause I really just don't care. You know, well that's yeah. that. I mean, that's also another habit, right? You're yeah. like, well, what do people want? What, uh, you know, what, what do I, you know, your cue, your craving, your reward, your, uh, your, your, excuse me, your response, your reward. Yeah. You may be able to form this bad habit into thinking this is what people want. And then it subconsciously, you know, you're just like, this sucks. Yeah. I hate this. Cause I did that when I first started streaming, I was like, this is what I think people want. And it, and it was so conflicting with my personality that I ended up not mm-hmm. enjoying streaming towards yeah. the end. Yeah. It was almost a chore for it was, it was, I was like, I guess I'll go live. Like I was not enjoying it because mm-hmm. there was like this weird habit that had formed that I was like, Oh, well this is what people expect of me yeah. versus this is who I am. Yeah. That's a good point. And then, uh, just to get back to this yeah. page real quick, sure. there was something in here. There was the sentence that you left off of Robert. And yeah. it's without the three, uh, without the first three steps, a behavior will not occur. Without all four, a behavior will not be repeated. For real. And that's just true. You know, you can't miss a step and then think that, you know, it's automatically going to work yeah. out. You know, you have to have all four to create something. Yeah, it's a symbiotic relationship. And, uh-huh. and, and I still think, Brandon, in the mornings when when you are, when you have a choice between what you're going to do with your time, I would like you to fall back on this and figure out where your reward is. Mm-hmm. And... Um, if you choose not to do it, you choose not to do it, but you are not a lazy person. No. You are a yeah. hardworking no, no, no. person. Well, yeah. But I don't, I don't see myself as lazy. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Is like, no, I'm I totally not, understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not doing it as like, Oh, I'm just lazy. I'm not going to yeah. do it. But like, I don't see myself in yeah. that eye to be like, Oh, I'm just fucking no, you're, lazy. Well, think you're about it. I mean, your work ethic, right? You, you stream every day at one, right? And mm-hmm. you haven't missed a day since you started, right? Mm-hmm. That's not a lazy person. Mm-hmm. So I think, like I said, I don't think I don't classify you as a lazy person. No. And, yeah. I, and I think sometimes maybe you're like, well, I'm just lazy, but I think that's more of an excuse to validate a bad habit. A hundred percent. So 100%. Um, what I would think is, you know, in chapter two, right? How you restructure your identity. Would a, would a, would a content creator, would a successful Twitch streamer, you know, be making content or be making like clips and Instagram videos when they're not live. Yes, they would. Yeah. You know, but that doesn't mean you can't enjoy yourself because they're, you know, by all no means don't work yourself into a grave, yeah. but structure your day. That would be beneficial to you. Yeah. See, so, cause like, Oh, sorry. Up? 
I would just say like, you know, you wake up, make a cup of coffee, you watch mm-hmm. one piece of one, uh, mm-hmm. you watch an episode of one piece and then you're like, okay, my episode's done. Now I'm going to start making content up until I go live. Yeah. And when you go live, you make all new content for the next day and you develop that habit that's going to put you more at success, er, towards the road of success. Yeah, yeah. because it, and not to interrupt, but that's what I've done because it's like I wake up and I'll be like, okay, I have X amount of time mm-hmm. to post my new clothes to Poshmark this morning. Then I'm going to take, you know, 45 minutes and I'm going to respond to TikTok. I'm going to take another 35 mm-hmm. minutes, respond to Instagram. I'm going to shoot on over to YouTube and, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes working there. Mm-hmm. Take a shower, do my first TikTok, start on my YouTube. And, but that, but the thing is, is like, I'm enjoying myself. You know what? I'm laying in bed, drinking a cup of coffee, looking on Instagram. It's, you mm-hmm. can, you can have a real, you can have your downtime where you're mm-hmm. watching your anime and stuff like that. So long as it's scheduled and you just do what Robert said. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no but, but it's, you know, you're very, you're, you make a lot of really good points though, Brandon. And I, and I really respect it, you know? Like what points? Well, how you're saying, you're like, I'm not, you know, you were like, well, I'm lazy, but I'm not lazy. And I think it, I think it takes a very, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think it's really cool how open you are to interpretation. Well, yeah. I mean, you kind of have to be open with that shit. Yeah. Like you're just going to be in denial. But what, and it's funny because like you say that, mm-hmm. like in the morning, what I do is I actually put on an episode of One Piece because yeah. it's 24 minutes. Yes. Kinda Although like really honestly, it's like 17. Yeah. Because there's like a four minute intro, there's like a three minute outro, and then there's like a five minute recap. Yeah. And um, so with that, it's just like, because Pam really likes to play, so I'll pay with Pam for yeah. those like 17 minutes, mm-hmm. get that out of the way, and then I can definitely start making clips and shit. Absolutely. And you got to think too, like you, you, if you restructure how you perceive it, right? If you, you know, if you look, take anything from this book, it's, it's not so much like, ugh. I have to make this or that or this. It's like, okay, I'm going to do this to get to there. Yeah. You know, so just out of question, out of curiosity, have you scheduled in a, a day off for yourself? Yeah. Sundays. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, Sundays, That's are, what I was su- just yeah, Sundays are my day. I can oh, I forgot to ask you, do you want to go get ramen with Des and everybody on Sunday? The Sunday? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. No worries. <laughs> I don't know. Um, depends who, who's everybody. Me, Des, Chris, Vanessa. That's it. Uh, uh, Right, you don't have to. I'll just tell him you're busy. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't listen to the podcast. But yeah, no, it's, um, <laughs> it's all right. Well, it'll be on Monday, so he won't oh, know anyway. There you go. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, I think, and I think how you restructure your day is really beneficial. And not only that, because it's a lot more, I think it's a lot easier to, to have that conversation with yourself before you go to bed. You're like, okay, I did the, the most I could with my day. And tomorrow I'm going to have an equally a successful day versus like, oh, well, I kind of dropped the ball today. You know, like I'll just try again tomorrow kind of thing. I think the way you, I think it's easier to, um, have that conversation with yourself when you know mm-hmm. that you did the best with you could with the time you had. Yeah. And and that's why I started streaming for longer. Yeah. You know, like, like pushing out the time few more hours. It's like, I feel like I actually have yeah. a fuller day yeah. of being more proactive mm-hmm. and productive instead of just being like, Oh, here's a couple of hours. Totally. Well, that. also too, like you say, like as soon as I end the stream, you know, what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. You so, know, that, and that's perfectly fine. And, and then, you know, not to say that maybe one day you were like, okay, well I'll stream for five hours. Cause I need to make, t- I, I need to spend two hours on my YouTube. Oh yeah. You, you're the time of the day in which you're making content. It seems to be the same. You may structure it differently, mm-hmm. but you're still making content throughout mm-hmm. the day. Mm-hmm. That's you know? true. And Robert, and again, he always used to say, um, work smarter, not harder. Oh, yeah. So if by streaming for five hours and doing content for two, 
ends up being more productive, then, you know, mm. that's how you, that's how you can do it. I mean, just think, I mean, it only, sometimes it only takes one TikTok. Right? I mean, look at mom, for example, she, her second TikTok blows up, right? Mm. You, you don't know unless you're trying, you don't know unless you're making content. Oh, yeah, no, so, yeah. I mean, who's to say, who's to say maybe one content, one TikTok of you screaming gets you, you know, 10 million yeah. views. Yeah. I know. I did my, my YouTube today on social media over 50 and it's doing really bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe yeah. one of these days, well, how about we sit down and we kind of talk YouTube strategies? Well, you, yeah, we can. I mean, I've been doing really well, yeah. but it's just kind of a hit and a miss. And to me, it's like, I'm not going to beat myself up. It's a habit. Yeah. And my habit is, is that I do them every day. And you know what? It's a learning lesson. It does. Yeah. It's not going to deter me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know. So in finishing up this chapter, um, we talked about the habit loop where we have cue, craving, response, and reward. And basically your habit is broken up into, t- into um, two spots. You have the problem phase and the solution phase. And the problem phase is the cue and the craving and the solution phase is the response and the reward. So it says all behavior is driven by the desire to solve problems. Sometimes the problem is that you notice something good and you want to obtain it. Sometimes the problem is, is that you're experiencing pain and you want to relieve it. Either way, the purpose of every habit is to solve problems you face. And I didn't really look at habits like that either. I mean, mm-hmm. habits are how basically solving problems. Yeah. And it's really cool how the, it just, this book just gets me to look at things in a different way that I normally would not have looked at a, yeah. a habit as a problem, you know? So the four laws of behavior change, it says the four laws of behavior change. And it, 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 I refer to the framework as the four laws of behavior change, and it provides a simple set of rules for creating good habits and breaking bad. As I turn the page, it says, um, you can think of each law as a level of influences as a lever of influences, human behavior. When the levers are in the right position, creating good habits, it's effortless. When they are in the wrong position, it's nearly impossible. So the first law is Q, second law. First law is Q and how to create good habits, make it obvious. The second law craving is to make it attractive. The third law response is to make it easy. And the fourth law reward is make it satisfying. And it says we can invert these laws to learn to break bad habits. Um, Inversion of the first law Q is to make it invisible. Inversion of the second law craving is to make it unattractive. This is for bad habits? Yes. Okay. The inversion for the third law response is to make it difficult. And the inversion for the fourth law reward is to make it unsatisfying. It says it would be irresponsible for me to claim that um, these four laws are are, are an exhaustive framework for changing any human behavior, but I think they are close. As you will soon see, the four laws of behavior chain apply to nearly every field from sports to politics, arts, medicine, comedy, and management. These laws can be used no matter the challenge you are facing. There is no need to completely different, to completely different strategies for each habit. It says whether you want to change your behavior or you simply ask yourself, um, you simply ask yourself, how can I make it obvious? How can I make it attractive? How can I make it easy? And how can I make it satisfying? Every goal is doomed to fail if it goes against the grain of human nature. Yeah, it's 100%. So it's really cool. And I'm excited to see where we dive in deeper into these habits. Because like I said, I am looking at these habits in a whole new way than I never looked at them before. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, before we leave, I'm just going to do a chapter summary. 
So the, the chapter summary on this one was a habit is a behavior that has been repeated enough times to become automatic. The, autom- uh, the ultimate purpose of habits is to solve the problems of life with as little energy and effort as possible. Any habit can be broken down into a feedback loop that involves four steps, cue, craving, response, and reward. The four laws of behavior change are a simple set of rules we can use to build better habits. They are one, make it obvious, two, make it attractive, three, make it easy, and four, make it satisfying. And that's just the chapter summary. Yeah, I like it. It's a good chapter. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, it was definitely, um, it was definitely mind expanding for me. Like I said, I'm going to, I'm going to, my takeaway on this one is I'm going to concentrate more on seeing good habits Mm -hmm. and not just necessarily the bad. Trying to avoid the bad ones. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, it's funny, you know, I had my tattoo with Brian the other week and he said something to me and it's kind of resonated in my head and I, I didn't mention it to you, but we were talking about like a lot of our past and everything. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, you just need to, you know, you, it's okay to move on. And then I was talking to him about like, you know, the bear and the grizzly, you know, like the forest and stuff like that, how I feel like I always have to be on guard. But maybe sometimes I can walk in a different forest. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I don't ever want to let go of my my uh, cognitive awareness that I have to be aware. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that I have to think there's a bear around every tree either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you it, know what it, I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like you say, you know, that you've developed a, a, a habit in which you are comfortable in that light or in com- are comfortable being always kind of like on edge because of the bear kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe like you said, just, you know, how we restructure and how we look at things is it's going to be in the, in the long run, a more positive uh, way for you both. Yeah. Because I think that simple fact that I couldn't even think of a good habit that I had makes me leads me to believe that maybe I need to start looking at myself in a more positive light. Yeah. And I think you should, I mean, you have a lot of really good qualities, right. And a Mm -hmm. lot of really good habits that you have that I think you kind of overlook because you're so fixated on maybe the bad ones or so fixated about repeating the bad habits. So fixated about never repeating the bad habits that I don't allow myself to see the good ones. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Learned, 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 learned. All right. So, um, I thought this was a good one. Next week will be number chapter number four and Robert will be back in charge on that chapter. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, I just want to say like, I I really enjoyed this podcast or Mm -hmm. this episode, you know, I I thought it was a shorter chapter and it was, you know, it was interesting, but I really, it really didn't like sink in until we started discussing it. And that's what I think. And that's what I kind of really liked mom that you came up with this idea about this, you know, kind of doing it chapter by chapter. Cause not only that, but I think, you know, obviously it helps people that are listening, but it really, really helps us. Yes. 100%. And also too, it, it gives us a, an opportunity to read it, discuss it. And then by next Friday, we're we've actually, it. yeah, we've actually applied it to our lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it would be really unfair, of, I think, of us to sit here and read it and then just be like, okay, y'all, you know, yeah, bye, bye, go, go, <laughs> go make, do this. Go do this. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, Hopefully everybody is enjoying our our journey of how we are, you know, we're we're finding things out about ourselves. Yeah. And a lot of times what I say on my my platforms is they're all be like, "Oh, you you've made it. You're there. You're here." And it's like, "No, you don't understand. I'm still evolving." Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm still finding out new things about myself. I'm still trying to find the 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 new systems. I'm still trying to, you know, give myself a little pat on the back when I have a good habit, you know. Yeah like walking my dog. Exactly. I mean, it's just, it's the little things in life that I think, you know, like you say that we've done so many times that it's become self subconscious. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you don't realize the the positive habits that are formed because you've done them for so long. And, 
you know, I, I, I learned a lot this episode, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, I think I'm really proud of, I'm really proud of y'all. And I just love how the fact how it's like, you know, we can say something and then yeah, it's, safe you know, space. it's safe space. And no matter what we say, one of us is there because I mean, we all know each other pretty well. We could be like, mm, I see it more like this, or maybe here's a better way to look at it. And we're, we're all open to that different interpretation. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I said it was like just a, it's just a conversation. Yeah, like, I don't take anything to heart that's said. Yeah, nobody yeah. takes anything to heart yeah. that's said. Nobody's like, oh, it's Friday. I can't wait to just rip into this person. <laughs> you know, like. Well, the thing is, is that this would this podcast wouldn't be the same if not all of us were being as transparent as we are. Yeah, you know. Yeah. If it was like you know two, and then the one person was just phoning it in, it just wouldn't have the same um, effect. I don't think. Yeah. Okay. True. That's why I appreciate you all for, for everything. So I am, um, I, I love you all. I appreciate everything. You can find me as gray hair and tattoos. Brandon is don't die disc on all platforms, Yay! Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And Robert is Sherbert on YouTube, TikTok, and Robert, Robert Pike, Pike on Instagram. Yep. All right. Until next week. Remember chapter number four next week. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. I know we enjoyed it. Love y'all. See you next week. Bye. Bye.